You're listening to the Eddie Out Podcast. Current conversations with our community and their connections to the river. Hosted by Natalie Zollinger. Welcome. What's up, everyone? How's it going? Hope you're doing well. Thanks for tuning back into another episode here of the podcast. Today, I'm launching another birthday episode honoring my good friend and Badfish teammate, Rita Boychuk, whose birthday falls right on St. Patty's Day. Happy birthday, Rita. For those that don't know this fireball, Rita is a wave of stoke in the SUP world. She is the first female Paddle Canada River Instructor Trainer and co-founder of Rita Supps, now formally called Can River Sup. You will find her near any river competing, teaching, and trying to get more people on the water. Rita talks about her story, her passion for teaching, sending new rivers, and her new business venture, Can River Sup a new collective of instructors providing Western Canada with leading-edge paddleboard programming, skills and drills techniques, and guided multi-day adventures. I fucking love this conversation and know you will too. And without further ado, Rita Boychuk. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we have the pleasure to Eddie out with Rita Boychuk. Rita, welcome to the show. I'm really stoked to have you here. I'm so excited to be here, Natalie. Yeah. Catch me up. How's the last year been? Oh, man. It has been a whirlwind. I moved to Cochrane, Alberta, pretty much in the bomb drop that was COVID. And my parents... um, you know, they were my rocks. They helped me pretty much with the move, driving my van and the trucks and the trailers back and forth. And, you know, that spring was a little bit of a slow start, but once paddling season opened up, it was crazy because we were actually able to operate. We were able to adjust our protocols so that we could get people out paddling on the water, manage COVID and, It was awesome. Paddling was one of the few things that we could do. And the classes were filling up like crazy. And I can honestly tell you, I lost my voice for sure at the end of the season. You can hear it now warming up for the start of this season. But I've never taught so many paddling and river specific lessons um, ever as I did in 2020. Um, and, and not only that, I got back in my raft. So I got a little 10, five raft and, you know, practice flipping her fully loaded a couple times, you know, you just got to really push <laughs> the limit to, to see what that's going to be about. Got back in my kayak and in like really crushing it. And, um, and also got an OC one. Um, I know you were there, Natalie at paddle sports retailer when Nikki Reckman was like, you got to try this canoe. And I was surfing the wave and, you know what? They hooked me up with that same yellow and green canoe. And I'm just like chasing all those waves now. (laughs) Yeah, dude, you were crushing it. And it's so interesting that you had like one of the best years ever. And it was through COVID and just shows that like paddling, you know, is pretty safe, you know, pandemic wise. And I also wanted to mention someone started following me. It was like Riverset mom. And I was like, who the person, who's this person? And then I was like, oh, it's Rita's mom. You have the coolest mom. She's like an Instagram page, just like dedicated to, to you and, and how cool you are. It's like, you're pretty lucky, Rita. 
<laughs> Dude, I feel so blessed. Like, yeah, she's like, I just got to post some photos of Buddy when we're babysitting him to support your adventures. And, you know, my dad we, was hanging out with my mom the other day because they were picking up Buddy so I could come on this trip here. And uh, my dad felt a little bit left out. You know, and I had some bad fish sway kicking around. So we put a hat on him and it's that John Deere style one. So oh. he's very like Alberta <laughs> farmer-esque. And, you know, he's like, okay, put me on your story. And the fact <laughs> that my dad even knew what a story was at 73 years old, my brain was exploding. You know, it was, it was awesome. So if you see a river sup dad coming in the future, you never know. He might get some Instagram training. <laughs> oh, that just makes my heart ha so happy. Like my dad, he is not on social media. My mom tries. She's bless her heart. She'll always like leave a comment and then say, love mom. I'm like, I know it's you mom. Like it's just Tamara's only, she's like my greatest fan. It's always fun, right? Like they can, Social media has been great for parents and, and I have so many cousins and siblings and so they can kind of follow me without even, I don't really talk to them anymore. They just like, hey, I saw that you do this and that. I'm like, we well, didn't mention anything, you didn't comment. They're like, I don't, why do I, I don't have to, you know, it's funny, but. It's a great way to stay connected without even necessarily always needing to voice it or yeah. communicate. It's a really cool connection piece. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm really happy to have you here. Uh, I've done a, a, a bunch of male interviews. And so you're, <laughs> you're my first female of, of the Women's History Month, which I'm really excited about. And you and I have known each other for a long time. And I was just, I started to, I had this idea about interviewing people on their birthdays. And so I was looking at who I had lined up, who I wanted to have lined up. I hadn't reached out to anyone yet. Um, and then I started to, to creep on Facebook and was like looking at people's birthdays and it was so interesting how, I don't know if I'm just in sync or in tune, but the people that I had was like, I think I want this person, this person, this person, they all have birthdays coming up in February, March. Um, I miss Spen Spencer's, I'm going to interview him and his is in December or January, but otherwise, like, I was like, oh my God, Davide, I'm going to hit you, all these other people, I'm going to hit them on their birthdays, and it's very exciting. So this, um, this episode is going to launch the day before your birthday. So we're going to, we're going to tell people all the exciting things you're about to do in the future. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. It's building. <laughs> I the love stoke it. Is building. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait for you to just share everything. But before we start, if this is the first time people are hearing about you, Rita, and your story, and the first time hearing like your voice, I would love for you to talk about like, just a little bit about your background, where you grew up. And then also, I love this one, how you found the river. Yes, I love it. Well, I am born and raised in Edmonton, Alberta, and I'm pretty much a 50-50 city girl, our family or and farm girl. So we had a family farm and a family lake property 10 miles from our farm. And all summer long, that's where I was out there working on the farm or staying out at grandma's house, getting my hands dirty and being put to work. And I thought that's what every kid did. I was very disconnected a little bit with reality. I just thought every kid got to go play on the farm every weekend. And I was so blessed to have that freedom, right? It was as long as I was back at the table for dinner time and if they needed help, I was helping. I was pretty much free to explore and blessed to get a four-wheeler at the age of 12. Yeah, I... Um, you know, when we figured out that we could like overpower the governor, we just didn't tell my dad. Um, but that thing could really haul. 82K wasn't fast enough. Um, and that's actually how I found the river. So 
the more I got comfortable on this four wheeler, the further and further my cousins and my lake lot friends would go. And we found this trail that actually took us down to the North, North Saskatchewan river. And we would spend days and days like playing games, walking, we'd find old abandoned buildings and old homesteads. And I knew that we were never to go in the river. Like, nope, you kids can go down by the river, but you do not get in the water. So I never touched the river. I, you know, there wasn't a fear there, right? We do not get in the water. My dad and mom, they grew up the same thing, fear of the water, don't go in the water. And it wasn't actually until, you know, I think I was in my mid twenties, you know, when I went on a little shaman adventure and I actually learned that there was a traumatic incident in my family and there was a family heritage of river paddlers. It was too freaky when it was justified looking back through our family history books that my great grandmother and our family would actually team up with the neighbors almost to the spot where we were four wheeling to. And that was where our original homestead was. And they would horse and buggy the supplies to Fort Edmonton Park. Then my family would harvest trees and build rafts and raft the majority of the supplies down the North Saskatchewan River back to our homestead and the neighbors would return with the horse and buggy. And so it's like, it's way deep down in there, but it's crazy how history can totally change from a useful tool to a fear that's instilled. Mm. Generational trauma. Have you heard of that? Totally. Yeah, like that was passed down without knowing exactly what the experience was or the, the event. Wow. Go yeah. On. And so, yeah, I didn't really know, but as a kid, my uncle had always promised me that he was going to take me whitewater rafting. Like, we're going to take you whitewater rafting. We're going to take you whitewater rafting. And I ended up in a, you know, canoeing and kayaking class in a swimming pool in Grant McEwen College in Edmonton. And little things all of a sudden led me to this super rad girl named Lo and she was teaching me how to kayak and I already could roll and I was kayaking and there was something in me that just was connected and that was definitely the start of me finding the river and I had no idea that it was going to be the all-encompassing part of my life but mm. I'm so grateful that all those little pieces sort of came through and the coolest thing is my dad and mom we get them all kitted up now in their helmets and their life jackets and we've taken them rafting and they don't know it yet but they're gonna be surfing some big rowdy holes next summer <laughs> oh shit 70 year olds crushing life <laughs> it's gonna be you you're like hey I just need to know like what to learn what you know just like seeing it through your parents eyes will help you prep for you know getting old I don't yeah. see you getting old though Rita <laughs> <laughs> never I'm gonna be young at heart forever <laughs> it's interesting that you said like you know finding the river is almost like finding yourself or finding uh, a key to your past such a cool like full circle this is pretty cool to connect so um so you took us to college you found the river um started kayaking and canoeing a little bit too yeah. And was it, did you graduate college or were you still in college? And then like, how did you transition from there? What did you start doing? 
Well, I was, um, when I went back and took canoeing and kayaking, that was my second go at some type of college education. I already had graduated with a personal fitness training um, diploma and had um, successfully been running a mobile personal training business for a few years, teaching a lot of boot camps, AquaFit instructor. <laughs> I know such a weird fit for, you know, this high energy, upbeat person, but I love teaching aerobics, AquaFit. You know, I'm actually considering if I can fit it into my schedule, I would love to get back in the AquaFit game. Um, but that was my second go. And, you know, I think I was just a little lost. I was kind of in love with skiing and I, I didn't have the river yet and I wasn't quite sure what to do. Edmonton, I don't think was the best place for me. My favorite thing to do was run along the river Valley. Um, but my body isn't really built for a ton of miles and running. So I went back to school and I had this idea of being a phys ed and teacher because maybe I could be an outdoor ed teacher. And that was kind of where I was going with that. And in that, I ended up, you know, being like, you know what, I actually am having way more fun teaching skiing and snowboarding at Whitewater Ski Resort. And I love teaching. And I just need to go keep crushing it and hustling my private lessons and growing that commission bracket. I'm meant to teach. It's the only thing I've ever loved to do. And I packed up my things. And once again, I hightailed it to Nelson. <laughs> and, that, and at the end of that season, I was lost and trying to figure out, you know, like, I don't want to go back to the city. Where do I go? What do I do? And I was still a lifeguard at the time. So I applied at this super tiny outdoor swimming pool in Rosalind, BC. And, you know, gosh, I, looking back, I wish I knew about the trail wave. Like mm -hmm. how many, how long did I live there without even knowing? And I became a lifeguard at the pool. And that's how I got connected with Lo. Um, she was teaching on the Slocan River. And I did a Whitewater Wednesday women's program where we learned everything about whitewater kayaking. And I got better and better. And I applied for mountaineering and adventure skills training program because I really had this, like, society, I think, had this idea um, and definitely my parents had this idea that I really needed more school and more mm. education. So mountaineering adventure skills training was kind of a easy way to say I was going to school, but playing outside. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And I learned so much about risk management. And I actually think in that program is where I was really struggling with the reality that I didn't actually love skiing as much as I thought I did. And anytime that I had, you know, an opportunity to get ready for the river or practice my skills for the river, that was something that was really drawing to me. And I don't think I was even cluing in how much I was drawn to it. Raft guide training. I was one of the few people that actually got to run the oars on the class four section at the end of training. I wanted to be like, okay, like, oh man, I'm supposed to go back to um, Nelson for the summer, but like, I want to be a raft guide. Okay. Like, oh, this water's way bigger than that water. How do I stay here? And I think it was just the start of, you know, this like craving for this busy, loud, wild environment that just was as equally as wild as my personality. And it was, that was the start of it. I, you know, I was a raft guide that entire summer, um, crushing lines on 
the slow can. That's where I got to work with my friend, Abby Dent. And Natalie, if you don't know Abby, you got to come to Ecuador with me and you got to meet this girl because she is just, she's just as wild and crazy as we are. And you know, that that's where my kayaking journey sort of started taking off. And the love of the river, I got to tackle the lower salmon that year. Um, I was kayaking. That was my first big river I ever kayaked. And yeah, it was just, that was the start of it all, that mountain adventure skills training. And I think that was when I knew that I needed to make my own plan and start chasing the water. Yeah. Well, it always takes like putting your efforts to a different sport or a different activity to make you realize what you actually want, right? Like river was just there. And then it's like, oh, I need to do this. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, I really want this, you know? And I was, my next question would be, was like, what, you know, what draws you to the river or, or is it the community or is it just the lifestyle? Is it the feeling? Like, what is it about the river that just keeps you coming back? I honestly think that it is the only place that I actually can focus on one thing. Um, it's the only place where I'm ever actually fully present in what is happening. Mm. Um, I feel like I'm such a high energy, go, 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 like upbeat person. My like heart is always racing. I'm always like, okay, what's next? What's next? Where are we going next? Okay. What's the next plan? I got to be getting ready for this. And when I'm on the river, that is what's next. Like I need to be aware of what's around the next bend. I need to be like, how is my group doing? How are my friends doing? You know, is everybody happy? Are we all together? And if we're, if we're focusing or worrying about something other than what's happening, that's when we're not prepared for the hazard or something bad does happen because we're not fully focused. And so for me, someone who has trouble focusing in a yoga class or shutting her brain down to focus or meditate, like sending the rowdiest river and being totally focused on my line or floating down with my group and just enjoying their company. It's the only place I am actually ever present. Hmm. I wonder if it's because not that the river is stimulating, but it kind of is, right? The water's always moving. There's nature, there's, you know, all sorts of things to think about. And the more things to think about, actually more things that bring you to a present moment, Just kind of an interesting spin on things. Yeah, totally. It is, you know, people are like, that's like totally the opposite of how I see it. And I was like, yeah, this is my, this is my chill place. Like, this is where you know, I think it's having an understanding, you know, like I don't, I don't know it all, right? That's not what I mean. I mean that there's an understanding that things can happen and that you need to be aware so that, you know, that ability to be extra present is, is even more focused. So as you started to create this community and realize that the river is, is your happy place, is, you said that um, Lowe and Abby Dent were, were two big influencers for you. Who else has kind of really helped you pave your path or, you know, tip your hat to that's really helped you become the person you are today? Well, I'd say the first guy in Canada for sure is Neil Gilson. So way back, I think it was even before 2015, he and I met for the first time and 
you know, I'll remember him picking on my forward stroke and we were talking about the way I tilted the board when I paddled and right off the bat, I was like, oh yeah, this guy, Neil is going to help me become the best paddler I'm going to be. And I was pretty much linked up with Neil, started seeking him out. He's one of the only um, Paddle Canada instructor trainers for the river. And he has so much experience, so much canoe experience and so much time on the water. And his technical coaching is unreal. And so he immediately was my mentor and was who I took all of my river um, training here in paddle, like with Paddle Canada, um, mentored with him to become the first female instructor trainer in Canada. Woo! And yeah, that <laughs> killing Woo! it. It's a big deal. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go on. Um, and yeah, and so hoping to also become the first River Two female. So working on that. Um, hopefully this year, getting to teach some level two courses with Neil. And so Neil, yeah, he's been the, the biggest support, um, and help like from a lifestyles perspective, from an athlete perspective, you know, the only bummer about Neil is that he moved to the Island. And so he can't come and like coach me at my, like every call and whim. So, you know, <laughs> working on the video train. Yeah. Who, what Island? Uh, he's out on uh, Vancouver Island. He lives in Comox mm. now. So okay. Yeah, so it's a good reason to come to Tofino and hang out and go for a visit. Yeah, so when you go, are you there now? Like on the West Coast? Yeah, I'm on the West Coast right now. And I unfortunately won't get to see Neil in this visit because I'm not hopping over to the island. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to stay just on the, the mainland here. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, so that's Neil. He's the he's the rock on guy. And so if you yeah. want to go you should go check him out in Comox. So what does he do in, in Vancouver or on the island? Well, he's supposed to be retired, but I keep seeing all these <laughs> rumors. You know, he's out there crushing dryland sup drills on his sup barefoot Instagram these days. And I also saw that he's teaming up with Norm Han to do some touring stuff and some ocean paddling. So yeah, so he'll be out there and I'm hoping to get some visiting in with him later in the spring when I come back to teach some river courses. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, we love Norm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Norm is, yeah. When I think of like some really big influencers out there, Norm is definitely one of them. Who's just such a humble human and doing good in this world. And you just want to be, it's like a sticker. That's like, I want to be like Norm, you know, I could see that Neil might be that kind of same person for you. Totally. And well, the awesome thing about Norm is um, last year I teamed up with him and um, Tina, who works with him with Coastal Stoke to lead a flat to flow clinic in Squamish. And I'll actually be coming back again this year in June. Um, I know there are still a few spots um, to do a flat to flow again with Tina and the Norm Hand Expedition crew. So that'll be awesome. And I also know that Norm's coming to my woods and I heard Ooh. a little rumor that he might be getting me to come out for some surf demos with his sore camp, but that's just a rumor at this time. <laughs> okay. Well, I will make sure all this is in the show notes for people <laughs> so they can click and, and find out who these people are and follow them as well as you. Speaking of you, so, you know, your passion for rivers, your influencers, like just starting to really find your flow and your groove and you start to come down to, you know, you, you came down to um, some of the events here in the Colorado 
kind of plateau, uh, GoPro, Fibarc. When was that? Was that 20? 2016 was my first year down. And that was because I had actually met Brittany. Um, So Brittany Parker was leading a clinic up on the Kananaskis River. And I was like, oh my God, there's like a, a river Santa paddleboarding thing. And like, my voice was probably like talking a million miles a minute. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like freaking out. Like, I have to go. Like, I followed this girl on Instagram. Like, like she's in Canada. Like, yeah, I'm even getting super fired up. Like remembering how oh. excited I was. Like <laughs> board stacked high, like loaded up. I've never been to the Kananaskis before, but like at this stage in my game, I'm feeling super confident cleaning class three on the slow can, like, but it's the same river. Like I figured out that river, but I haven't necessarily really paddled on my sup anyways, a different river. And I've never been to the can, but you know, I show up and I kind of like see Brittany walking around with the surf crew and I'm like super shy. Yeah, I know I'm super shy. And I was like, oh, like, I don't really say it. I'm just like, oh, hey, like, I'm in. She's like, oh, hey, like, we'll see you tomorrow. And And I remember like being at the clinic and like Brittany's kind of like looking at the group and like recognizing that like everybody's like super new. And she like totally like picks me out as like the girl with the rescue vest and the pigtail (laughs) and like dry suit. And she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, you go near the back. Like, and I was like, okay, yeah, I got you. Like, (laughs) I got your back, Brittany. Don't worry. And like, that was so much fun, like watching her because that was the first time I had ever gone on a river with other stand-up paddlers. Like Abby and I kind of like went down on the like floppy four inch, like barely inflatable taco boards. But like those, like these boards now, like the bad fish boards, she could actually stand up and paddle. And the board wasn't just like, like a thermo rest that she was standing <laughs> on. And she could actually do eddy turns and actually ferry. And coming from a kayaking background, that was like hitting all my tickets because now I could see someone doing something and I was picking it up so quickly, just applying that knowledge. And I remember very specifically at the end of the paddle, we're all getting ready for the thing. And Brittany makes a joke about my little GoPro on my helmet and calls me like a Teletubby. And (laughs) no, dude, I remember it's like so vivid. We all get together and like Brittany and I are side by side. And then she's like, dude, you need to come to Colorado. Oh, it was Brittany. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And I didn't even know what that meant, but I said, okay. And yeah, well, then the next uh, time we fast forward here, um, I'm calling you and saying something about getting wet. (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) I remember that. Dude, yeah, this is so much fun. Like this, I, yeah, memory lane is awesome right now. So you came down and you did GoPro, you did Fibark. We surfed together. You came to Moab. We paddled the daily, which was rad. And um, you were like, this is fucking rad. I want to keep doing this. You people are great. And what team were you on? Or were you on any team at that point? I was riding for glide paddle boards at that time. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally we both had a time at glide yeah we did you know (laughs) that's right sunshine lollipops and rainbows yeah you even have I still have that photo of the glide board where you did like the picture of the river the rocks and the eddies and this is the right side and this is the left side and this is a pour over and this is a (laughs) feature yeah so I like I when I do that I've done it on a couple bad fish boards 
I have students that are like, read it. Like when you're done with that one, can we get it? Like, no way. And so it's like, because they're like, we just love it because then it's a reference for us. And it's, they're like, it's kind of like art. And it's honestly, my brain has it imprinted in it. So it's almost the same design exactly <laughs> every time, you know, I should almost like get like a decal or something like a template. So I could just like spray paint it quick. <laughs> <laughs> you should or yeah. a sticker. Yeah. Or a sticker. That would make a really cool sticker. Yeah. So totally that. it's, yeah, I love it. And honestly, it's one of the most, the easiest tools, especially, you know, for visual hydrology. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. I like the bottom board hydrology. <laughs> well, when you, when you make them into a product, I uh, should send one down to, to Brittany and I. We'll, I definitely we'll rep will. Them. <laughs> so, um, so you, you, you know, you got, you had a passion for, for paddling, for, for racing, for teaching. Um, and you brought those all together to create Rita Subs. Yeah, Rita Supps sort of was, you know, you and I created Rita Supps in conversation, um, floating on the daily stretch, <laughs> um, you know, having some really long, intimate conversations that we don't need to go into detail about, but with my GoPro on. <laughs> and I remember us coming to the realization that we had recorded our entire conversation. We said, you know, Rita, you should actually go listen to that. And after listening to my thoughts and thinking of the advice I would give my friends, you know, I picked out some key things out of that, that video. And, you know, it was, I loved the river. That was a big high out of there. Um, I had a really cool name that we could make into a river acronym and that I should address the things in my life that were, you know, maybe holding me in a log jam. And so I needed to cut those free and, you know, roll forward and come up with river education training for adventures, Rita Supps. Yeah. Um, and that was a wave of stoke all of its own that just totally started building in a really cool, fun way um, after, you know, a really rad float with you on the, the daily. Hell Yeah. And that movie, we should repost that movie. (laughs) Oh, I should. I will. Yeah, that was a sick movie. You're like, I'm like, let's get wet. And we were dancing and I had my guns out. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I had the blue van still, Sprinter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was really fun. That was a a good like two or three years of just like stand-up paddle boarding was so new and the team was so new and just like the sport for me anyway. And then just like each event, there's just so many people were coming from like the ocean to from Canada. It was just this really cool experience. And I just don't know if it's going to be that again. Maybe, maybe, maybe in Canada. I hope so. Okay. (laughs) Awesome. So, um, with, with Rita Supps, you had that for what, three or four years? Yeah. So from 2016 up until, um, just this January. So 2020 was the end of, well, the evolution of Rita Supps. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, totally. So, you know, I think one of the, with all, you know, life and growing and, or paddling down rivers, there's always some hazards you maybe don't see when you're rowing and then you have to, you know, manage your way out of them. And, I think with Rita Supps, I was doing so many things like Rita is my name. 
Um, so it is me as a person. It was my business name. I was also, you know, a sales rep for a few businesses. And there's a lot of different um, sort of umbrellas that I was wearing or hats that I was wearing as Rita Supps. And although I think that I might have had a really good clarity of my boundaries, I think it's hard when everything is one name, one brand um, to create those differences and create some of that freedom and space. And when it is also your name, it's hard to not take things super personal right? So sometimes feedback is feedback for a business or a relation. But when that business is also your personal name, it's hard not to take that personally, um, even though it might just be something that you're doing in business that needs to change. And so for me, wanting to feel a little bit more free, and also recognizing that I want to play on the river in all the ways that I love it. And not just identify as a stand-up paddleboarder. <laughs> I want to be a crazy, wild, whitewater woman. And I was chasing after, you know, getting back in my raft and getting in my kayak and getting in the canoe. And, you know, after my friend Travis convinced me to go over a tandem canoe in a waterfall with him, and he's like, Rita, we're just going to send it. Like, we're just going to send it. And there was just this thing in my head about like sending it like I just want to send it I want to send it every way I want to send it all the ways I just want to send it and so in recognizing that I had an opportunity I had people that wanted to work with me mentor under me and support a business I didn't want them to all be Rita too because that's who I am and so mm -hmm. I decided to make that evolution make my personal Instagram who I am I'm just going to be out there sending it I'm going to send it however I want, maybe sometimes on an inflatable unicorn, um, but I'm always <laughs> going to do it with my helmet, life jacket, and a throw bag for safety. Um, and, you know, sometimes I'm going to be out there as a professional teaching with my business, Can River Sup, and I'm going to be mentoring students to be working at the highest professional capacity. And I just wanted a little bit of separation there so that I felt that. I wasn't working 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah. There's some nuggets in there. It's interesting when you name it your business, how the feedback piece, you know, it's even more personal. I didn't know that, but, and then it's even harder, right. To hear that. So, so can river sup, can you tell us like what that means? Break that down for us. Yeah, totally. So can river sup is Canadian river stand up paddleboarding. And it also can be used as I can river sup. Yeah. So, cool. you know, how, <laughs> yeah, however you look at it, right? Mm -hmm. And essentially, we are Canadian and we like to river sup and we want to get you out on the water and we want to meet you at your level to start your progression um, to whatever your potential is. And you have nothing but potential. So, whether it's learning from flat water, absolute basics, you know, you just want to stay safe out there on the local lakes, or you do want to start training to progress to coming on multi-day raft supported trips. You might want to come to Ecuador one day, or you want to paddle class three, two, and go to all these whitewater races and tag along in 2022 when we get to come back to Vail and freaking race against Natalie Zollinger. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. Um, 
but that's that's what it's all about we just want to support you know everyone on any board is welcome you have your own board don't be shy to reach out because we'll give you a discount for equipment we have like awesome bad fish river shreds if you're looking to get into the sport and every level we've got river programming and we just want to be a fun welcoming community most of our students are all paddling friends they all go out and posse we're just like this big growing pack and it's really awesome and we're mobile we'll meet you at the river how do you foresee growing and educating and building your community just within canada so yeah so i've actually had a few instructors reach out right now my first river instructor course this year is already sold out and i have oh congrats oh thanks um I have some people reaching out from actually Ontario and stuff that are looking to come train with me. So one biggest advice that I'm giving them is we want to do our best to like minimize travel right now and, you know, follow the recommendations based on COVID. But I am going to look at seeing if I can add another training course in. And I'm hoping that Can River Sup grows to be a hub where people are coming, traveling, staying, you know, for maybe longer than just an instructor course, they're coming and getting, you know, experience and training, right? All of my current instructors won't just be starting to teach by themselves on day one. You know, once they get their flat water instructor course, they have to teach a minimum of courses with me, with other instructors, grow, get experience, and then they get set free to teach. And same with the river. It's all about building confidence through experience and having someone there to support them if they make a mistake, right? Because the only way we're going to learn is to actually take those chances to make. Love it. And who's your team right now? Like how many people do you have? How did you meet them? Yeah. So, um, well, I'm the head instructor, Rita, <laughs> and um, uh, below me is my friend, Jason Hay. He is the owner of JLife 13 Dry Bags um, out of Calgary. And he is a crazy energy ball. He has been taking pretty much every single river class that I have taught in the last two years. So he has a ton of experience being a student. And this year we're putting him through all of his instructor courses. And he's going to be one of my main co- guides um, shadowing under me to start taking some more leadership role. Um, Rebecca Mammerjam is working with me. If you guys were following me on Instagram, you saw her learning how to surf the trail wave for the first time. And you're all, there was no one in the lineup. And I told her, as long as you don't fall, you can surf as long as you want. Take it in. I'm pretty sure she had like a five minute ride. Like my hands <laughs> cramping up filming it she's like up and down and I'm like okay and then I was doing the Natalie you gotta do something cool so you swim <laughs> just do anything cool no and what'd switch. she do <laughs> she went switch oh switch oh it's my favorite yeah and so Rebecca yeah she's killing it she, I trained her last season to be an advanced flat water instructor and she just has that knack for clear simple explanations so really excited that she's going to be working with us um and my friend kelsey baldwin she is a raft guide adventure guide she's the owner of kelsey's caravan 
her and I are partnering up. She's going to be teaching some classes for me. We have a little uh, secret endeavor that we're not going to launch until we launch. Oh yeah, stand by. Um, when girls team up, you just should be careful because you're never quite sure what's going to happen. <laughs> um, but she is a spark and um, she's got a tiny home. Her idea is to build this adventure hostel based around tiny homes. And she's actually taken the first few steps, got her first tiny home. So I'm, I couldn't be more excited to be having her on the instructor team. Um, and I also have my friend Lisa Stocking, who is um, not local, but is going to be coming down and helping mostly mentoring with me just to gain more experience as an instructor. And um, when you see all those juicy articles or blogs and stuff written, she's usually the one that's been giving me a hand with the editing and stuff in the back end. So she's a big, a big support for me there. Wow, you have a huge, well, I mean, it's a pretty decent team for people and you. I mean, that's, and this just started, right? Like this, this spring or when, when was the release date of yeah, it was January. We sort of kicked it off and okay. Um, yeah. And we, you know, we've settled in and this is going to be the team for this season. And we do have a couple other instructors that'll be coming and mentoring with me um, so that they can start becoming, looking at becoming instructor trainers as well. Um, so Allison and her um, teammate, Amanda from Jasper, Alberta, and my friend, David Sterling, him and I are, um, we're working on getting a new raft expedition set up together for <laughs> some exploratory trips in the future up in Northern Alberta. That's awesome. Just really cool to see you really taking, um, you know, the flame, the, the baton and running with it, especially in the whitewater world. And especially where it seems like where you're at now, there's a lot of opportunity for every craft. And it's been cool to watch you not only go on canoe, but on kayak get back into rafting like it's paradise it's it's really cool when you start to realize how all the different tools like apply to each other mm -hmm. right and the ability to be able to do different things totally opens up the possibilities of what kind of rivers you can actually go do or run like the reality is is not every river that I see within my possibilities is maybe suitable for the sup. Maybe it's too shallow. Maybe the swim isn't just quite what we want, or maybe we need the speed of a hard piercing boat. Mm -hmm. You never know what it is, but it just opens up the versatility. You know, rafting opens up a whole new window for people that want to start supping bigger water going down in a raft to have an on water scout to be able to go through the line without being in control also pulling over scouting it has changed the amount like rebecca and jay are a great example at unlikely paddle fest last year they ran the caribou in the raft in the afternoon they cleaned the biggest class three rapids they had ever paddled and they just sent it and they're like we just knew where to go follow Rita we had been there before we had seen it before and they crushed it so it was all and they're like you know what seeing it totally took out that first like new river obviously it was a new river but it took it down a little mm-hmm 
Yeah, that's, it's really interesting. I didn't, I haven't really thought about that. Like, but I could see how, I mean, swimming, it helps, right? You swim something and then you go back up like, okay, that wasn't too bad. Now, if I fall, it's not going to be crazy, but I like that because it's, it's a positive thing and it's, it's starts with success. I'm curious, like on the horizon line for Can Reverse Up, what, what's on, like, what's, what's, um, do you have any future events or collaborations that you're really excited about that you can talk about now? Yeah, totally. So we are teaming up with Hunter Valley Adventures on the Red Deer River. They have a rafting camp set up um, right out in the wild, no service. And we are heading there at the end of May, beginning of June. And we're going to be, you know, start with some nice, easy class one, class two. It's like spring warm-up camp for a lot of my students that were training last year with me. So these guys have already paddled and tasted, you know, some bigger waters. And so we're each, uh, the first day in the morning is going to be all sup specific warm up your legs afternoon. We're going to send it in a raft to, you know, our next step. Now's the question. Do you want to sup that? Or do you want to sup Rita's plan B, which is mellower than what you just rafted hmm. then challenge by choice. Once again, um, Saturday morning, we'll sup raft Saturday afternoon. And then Sunday is, you know, whatever the group decides, however big they want to go or however mellow they want to go. The Red Deer River offers, you know, pretty much everything from a mellow float to a pretty wild educational ride. Hmm. Um, and we're going to spend time practicing our throw begging skills, practicing helping our friends, swimming some of the rapids. It's all about getting ready for a, success a successful river season and building up those skills so that they can keep growing. Awesome. And you yeah. said who's going on this trip? Um, this is going to be, you know, there'll be a couple of us guides, but most of the people are the students that, you know, learned how to river paddle last year and actually took and kept progressing through all of the different river courses to get stoked. And they went on the Kootenai River trip last year, and now they're going to come on the Hunter Valley trip and, you know, some of these other trips that are hopefully coming in line down the pipe as things start to fall into place with logistics. Yeah. I love that you like, this is like a preseason trip, right? I love that you like line it up to bring people together, train people, get people excited. I mean, what's the weather up there? Like right now, March, it's a fucking cold. Well, in, yeah. In well, when we're, when I'm paddling on the Kananaska, sometimes we, I have to like drive home with my life jacket on so that the ice melts so that I can oh actually. Oh my God. Oh, you are brave. <laughs> yeah, there's like, you'll get like the ice dripping off the front of the brim of the helmet. Like, and you're like, okay, if I don't get splashed in the face, like how big can I make my icicle? Oh my God, dude. It's, you're, you're a badass. I'm like, oh, it's windy and it's a little cold. I'm gonna stay inside today. And then I see your videos. I was like, wow, that is not me. <laughs> but if I lived up there and that was, you know, what I knew, then it would be different. And this um, surf hood, like I got a surf hood this year that I like weave in over the gasket and through the neoprene. That is a legit game changer. My hair barely mm. even gets dry. And I mean, barely even gets wet. Um, barely so even gets dry. dry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love when you're like, wow, did I just say that? <laughs> I said, I do that all the time. I'm like, wow, Natalie, <laughs> do you, do you yeah. listen to yourself? Anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah, no. So the surf hood is honestly a game changer, right? 
I'm still not, I still haven't fallen in love with the glove game, but mm. until my hands stay warm enough. So I'm going to keep working with that. Is the hood a, just a, an accessory? Yeah, it's just the surfboard okay. accessory. Like, oh, so what sick. would come if you didn't have a wetsuit with the hood and you want to add it on? Mm-hmm. What brand do you use? Mm, I think mine's just an NRS hood. Okay. Hood. And it's good? Yeah, it's the, yeah, the NRS storm hood. It's awesome. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'll make sure I have all the things when I go up there. <laughs> I'm going to go up there in like the prime summertime. So I'll be like, I've got my hood and my gloves. <laughs> but I, I remember the, the, when we surfed the mountain, mountain wave, right? Yeah. It's still pretty cold. Yeah. It's still cold. It's like still it's pretty mountain- cold in the summertime. <laughs> Glacial fed rivers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, like going from owning your own business, kind of being solo to now being part of a team, like what's, how has your life been impacted or changed or what have you really enjoyed or what have you learned about yourself going from single to a collective, solo to a collective? Totally. So, um, so the instructor collective is all about, you know, us working together to support and getting them to sort of buy in, in the mentorship and training and the experience that's provided. The reality is, is it's still very much operated as Rita's business and Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm in charge of the show. (laughs) I'll be honest. Um, but the cool part is, is that we all do have like feedback and meetings, especially on what is the program that we want to deliver? What is, what happened in your lesson last week? Okay. So, and how can we make that better? Or, oh, this student asked this question and this is how I answered it. Is this how you would have answered it? Rita, Becca, Jay, and we can all throw that feedback around. And so when we're talking about our ideas, concepts, or how we want to deliver our lessons, all of us are going to be using the same three key points and the same clear examples. Our demos are going to be very similar. You're going to be seeing consistency throughout all of our programming as instructors. And that's not because I said, this is how we do it. It's because we're all going to sit down and iron out those kinks. And if we don't think that we've ironed them out to the best and we see room for improvement, we're going to slow down and make those adjustments and always feel like we're in a welcoming, supportive environment. And so that's been the coolest part about the team is that I feel that it's not just me being like, oh, I hope people are going to like these ideas. It's like, here are these ideas. Now let's roll them around and get all that supportive feedback. Mm -hmm. I'm curious just because feedback is really hard for me with this new collective. Is it easier for you to give feedback or to receive it? It's definitely easier for me to give feedback. (laughs) Um, I've really been working on my breathing when getting feedback and also Mm. trying to just like, okay, this, what is the feedback? Like I need to hear what's being said as opposed to, you know, hearing what I want to hear. So, you know, for me to receive feedback, I do try and really focus try and hear where that person's coming from. And my biggest thing is that I'm, wor- that I'm working on is actually letting that sit with me because I think that being able to hear everything that's said is important. Mm. Being able to work through that feedback and figure out what parts do I actually resonate with? That is important to me. I don't like how that was perceived. 
and moving forward from that. Or you know what? Okay, I, I recognize that that person thinks that. I might have to be okay that that person thinks that. And I'm going to move forward with taking that little bit and rolling through the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's, but, like, yeah, it's, go ahead. So it, I was just going to say, but yeah, that's, it's definitely easier to give it than receive it. <laughs> for me, it's the opposite. It's so hard giving feedback for me. I'm like, so let's talk. <laughs> and, like, and then I'm like, bleh. <laughs> I'd much rather just be like, lay it on me, what I do right, what I do wrong. But I might be the only one in the world (laughs) that feels that way. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I mean, maybe, I guess like when I was a trip leader and I had a really strong team, I think it was easier for me to give feedback when it's, when I feel like I'm kind of on my own and um, I don't really don't know how they're going to take it. You know, that's where it's just really scary. You just don't want to offend them and you know, but it sounds like you're listening, you're hearing what they have to say. And you even going to a collective is opening that up, right? Instead of just being on, on your own, um, you are willing to evolve and change. And it just sounds like, you know, the more people, the more minds, the more growth. And totally. Really, I would agree with that hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I'm really stoked for you. So if someone's listening in that lives in Canada or not, maybe another country that wants to get involved with Can River or maybe wants to bring Can River to a new country, do, do some sort of ascent event. Um, what advice would you give them? Where should they go? Who should they talk to be involved? Nice. Well, they should go to canriversup.ca, C-A-N-R-V-R-S-U-P.ca. And reality is when you reach out to Can River Sup, you're most likely going to get to talk to me. <laughs> so I would love to hear from you and, you know, don't be shy to also send us some, some love on Instagram at Can River Sup. Okay, cool. And what if there's an instructor that's listening that wants to be part of it? What are things that they can do now before they say, hey, I've never been on a paddleboard before. Like what, what three things would you ask of them before they say, hey, I want to be an instructor trainer? Nice. So yeah, if they want to become um, an instructor trainer or even just an instructor, I think the biggest thing is to get out there and start paddling as much as possible. Um, If you have the ability to video and start teaching and critiquing yourself, that is a great place to start learning how to just give feedback. How would you tell yourself to be better? And if you have videos that you can use to compare. Um, I have that a couple strokes that I released with Paddle Canada on the Paddle Canada YouTube page, um, hoping to work on more um, in the future. But I also encourage other instructors to post their strokes and feedback. And there's a ton of great resources out there. So start giving yourself feedback if you can watch yourself on a video in any way. Um, And then get into classes, right? Whether you take a class with an instructor you don't like or you love, you're going to learn something about being an instructor, right? You, even with instructors you don't like, might do one or two things really awesome that you want to keep and evolve and make your own, right? And some of the instructors that you really love, you might be like, yeah, Rita's really great. She's super upbeat. She's really loud but I'm kind of soft and shy. So how do you take that energy that Rita has and make it your own? And so I think that it's really important to actually take 
lessons. And maybe it's not just paddleboarding lessons, maybe it's ski lessons, but experience other instructors. Um, and, you know, then make friends with people that are instructors, because if it's like me and you get me on the right day and you ask the right question, you're probably getting a free lesson on the side of the river because I just want my friend to be better. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. What about, uh, what about companies or brands that want to be involved with Can River Sup? Yeah, they can definitely reach out to me. We're always, you know, open to product testing. Um, we have some really awesome partnerships that I've carried over from my existing partnerships with um, myself as Rita, I'm like as Rita steps, but yeah, I'm like, uh, Rita sends we've evolved. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, but we're always keen and looking out. We have some really cool partnerships right now. Um, we've got our can river sup full send coffee blend with devil's head coffee. Um, they deliver or ship Canada wide. So definitely go get that. If you need to full send, you want the full send blend. I love um, that. The full yeah. send oh, blend. And it's delicious. Um, how did my friend um, Rich describe it? He said it was wild and free with just a hint of magical booty beer. Oh my God. Wow. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not sure that's a good thing. And he's like, you clearly haven't tasted the magical booty beer. Wow. <laughs> um so yeah that'll kickstart your campfire um and yeah we're always looking for new partnerships and always keen to team up so they can just reach out directly through our website um or to me personally cool. on instagram yeah are totally. you are you still with Batfish and being and a rep for Batfish too that's what i meant to say are you still no it? that's all good so i am rocking it hard as an athlete for Batfish. okay um and wanted to step down a little bit from the sales rep role just because this can river sub thing is so new and so exciting i wanted to be able to dedicate all my passion into just being an instructor and actually being a you know river dirt bag it's where my passion lies and so yeah still loving any can river sub clinic if you need a board you are going to be on a bad fish sup the river shred is is the board you know, for going on the river. Like if you saw the video of Rebecca surfing, she literally just had to imagine being in the wave. And when she was tired and she wasn't falling, she was like, I was like, the board wants to be there. I don't know what to tell you. It serves itself. So you you just got to fall or you're going to surf forever. <laughs> um, and so, and we've got, you know, our flat water courses will be on the monarchs and the bad fishers and it'll be just a great opportunity if you want to try it you know why not come try one and take a class because then you're going to have the skills um, and you can test one out um, i'm still riding with kokatat and so really hoping that i get a special delivery um, before my next adventure um, with their new Kokatat team life jacket. They are the limited edition life jacket. So I love that new teal color. Um, and yeah, there's predator helmets. Um, they're, uh, they're predator is my favorite with the big brim. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Those are all the rad, the rad gang. <laughs> and what's your tagline with can river sup? Is it full? What's some send something? Well, full send, I think is my tag. And I just have kind okay. of now forced can river sup to adapt it, <laughs> but it's supposed to just be, I can river sup. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That's a tagline. Cool. Awesome. 
Well, as we come to a close, is there anything else you want to share or draw attention to for the audience? Well, you know, by time this episode is launching, there is probably going to be some super rad footage out there of me surfing Skookum Chuck. Fingers crossed, knock on wood, that it all goes as planned and I get on that wave um, because I'm headed there with Mike Darbyshire, Nick Meyer, and Andrew Klein um, March 12th. 13th 14th so make sure you're tuning into my stories um if you want to see probably my eyes pop out of my head my heart race and hopefully me get some of the sickest rides of my life oh dude I like something clicked with me when I got to surf that wave and it was just I had the longest surf of my life and not only did I hang out there but Spencer came out and then left and then someone else came out I think Gmo and then left and was just like I and I didn't do much I was just on the wave kind of like what you were saying with Rebecca like it was just surfing itself but um Heather Jackson was there and she got some photos of Brittany and I and I just I still love that photo it's just it makes my heart so happy and that place is so fucking cool you're gonna love it is that gonna be your first time there yeah, I've never been there before. And Natalie, I'm going to surf away for you, girl. Oh my God. Yes, please. And then just uh, the swim is incredible. So, <laughs> I mean, you've heard stories, but for those listening in that just have no idea like what Skookum Chuck is, it's, uh, well, talk about it. Well, it's a tidal exchange. So, you know, and Natalie, you probably know more than, more than I do because you've been there, but it's a tidal exchange. And so, when the tide is coming in and the wave is building is when the time for us to get out there and surf the wave. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not there all the time. It's only at certain tidal exchanges. So you have to line it up with the moon and the tides and <laughs> the magic in the air. And you want to make sure that you're with a rad crew, um, someone that knows, someone that's going to keep you safe because of these swimming rumors. Um, that I'm hearing. Yeah, exactly. I could Natalie's face. Oh dear. Um, and yeah, and I hear that it's just an experience that's going to change my whole life is what mm -hmm. I've been told. Yeah. Yeah. And as the river, as, as the wave starts to build, I have a, um, a little video that I can share on the show notes. Um, it's, I, I set my camera on a rock and pushed record, but it's in the, um, the time-lapse and so it was, I think it was like a 30 minute video, but you can just see the wave build and the wave actually moves downstream or down sea because <laughs> it's like the tidal exchange. Um, and then the, the wave gets bigger and then all the subs come off and then all the kayakers go out because they wanted it like the peak, you know, um, but the swim, the swim is like a mile swim. And when you come off the wave, you have this like class four feature couple uh maybe like a quarter no just maybe like 300 feet below the wave and um and you get through that and your fucking board goes everywhere and you're just like praying for dear life and then you come up and then there's just eddy literal these just crazy fucking whirlpools eddies and you just hope that thank god that like the eddy spins you into the higher part of the eddy the, the whirlpool spins you into the higher part of the eddy or you're going to go down a mile and then you have to paddle back and it's just it's crazy it's so you're out there all by yourself swimming back to the to the wave and it's just such a weird thing but it's there's so much gratitude and you just really you you're in the present moment and it's an experience of a lifetime i'm really glad that my mom's gonna listen to this after i <laughs> check check i'm sure you've swam some crazy shit 
So it's going to, it's going to feel like that. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I'm ready. You. I'll hold yeah. my breath. Yes. Yeah. Start doing your like Wim Hof breathing for sure. <laughs> um, well, it is the beginning of 2021. Is there anything you're really excited about um, before the end of the year? Is there anything you're working on that you haven't mentioned? Any other last shout, shout outs? I think the, the last big exciting thing um, that's going on for me is that I'm really working hard on my goal this year to hopefully complete my mentorship with Raven Rescue and Rescue 3 International to become a swift water rescue instructor. So I just had a you know, successful um, mentorship this past week and I'm going for another one. And I have, um, I think three more on the list before I get teamed up um, with the owner for to start doing some more serious evaluations to working towards finishing that up. So I'm really hoping that in addition to teaching all these river classes, I will be leading more swift water rescue courses in the future too. Dude, congratulations. Thanks. Swift water is really fun and it's cool that you're getting involved there too. So not only with the crafts, but then the teaching and the, and the rescue element as well. Yeah, you're really rounding fun. it out, Rita. Let's rod. Rod. <laughs> super rod, Rita. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why my voice is all raw. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, um, where can people find you? Where do you want to be seen in the world? What websites yeah. you got? Yeah, so uh, find the business, canriversup.ca. That's important for sure. And yeah, follow me on Instagram, Rita.sends. I'm going to be sending it in almost any craft, having fun, rocking out my rad purple mullet and, you know, just being a pretty cute dirt bag, always finding a river nearby to paddle. <laughs> Was there anything else you want to throw out in any, any last words of, of Rita Supps? No, I Rita think- sends. Rita sends. Um, well, you know, if you're looking to send it on the river or, you know, just want to get nice and mellow, don't be shy to reach out. Um, myself, Rebecca, Jay, anyone on our team, we're just always looking for more people to go paddling with. So we're happy to answer questions. We want you to come out and, you know, we just hope everybody's getting out on the river and paddling safely. Last question. It's, it's kind of two questions, but what's the biggest lesson you've learned from the river? What keeps you coming back? All right. So the biggest lesson that I've learned from the river is you are never prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you think you are prepared for everything and you've double, triple checked everything mm. and maybe you think you know it all or whatever, there is always something unexpected around the corner. It might not get you that time, but it might get you the hundredth time. So you know what? Stay present, which, you know, comes all full circle back to the beginning. So if you stay present, then, you know, you can do your pet, you can do your best when you end up not being a little bit prepared to be constructive, quick on your feet and solve those problems when you need. Mm. And it keeps me coming back because, um, trust me, none of you want to see me after five days in an office. <laughs> just trust me. I should just go back to the river. That's why. Hmm. Take my word for it. <laughs> well, thanks, Rita. Um, before we end, I'd like to acknowledge you. You're becoming a true river woman, water woman, not only just with the craft, but also teaching it, understanding it, and just really knowing the language. And, um, you know, your passion for the river is just contagious. 
and um, and I'm just seeing that you're becoming a true leader, you know, in your industry, in the sport, in Canada, like around the world. And it's just been really cool to watch. And I'm really excited for you and what you're going to continue creating. So thank you, Natalie. That, yeah. uh, you make, I'm crying. Aww. Thank you. Honestly, you are someone that I've looked up to and I have been listening to the Eddie O podcast on all of these long drives and you know what? It's really nice to connect with you and I, I can't wait. We'll have to do a catch up sooner than later. I would love that. Your birthday is March 17th. How, how young are you going to be? 32. And that's a good year. That's a really good year. 32, um, ready to send. Hell yeah. And what are your plans for your actual birthday? Um, well, if the universe and the water levels cooperate, I will be teaching Lisa Stocking, the girl I mentioned earlier working with Can River Sup, um, how to surf the trail wave and follow suit with our good friend Becca. Um, if the water levels don't cooperate, we will be getting ready to have a every craft that you can imagine full send adventure on the Kananaskis on the 20th. So bring your kayak, bring your sup, bring your raft. Um, I have, I kind of want to see how many times we can spin my little raft in point break hole before we flip it. <laughs> Please video that. I would love to see We it. will. Okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> awesome. And I want to read you your Pisces, right? Yeah. I want to read you your, your horoscope because I think it's pretty funny and it fits you. Um, okay, I'm ready. For, for this month, um, it's all about authenticity. Uh, new identity, confidence, charisma, feeling irresistible. Stepping into the spotlight, you may find yourself humming, I'm coming out, I want the world to know. <laughs> so that's your fucking theme song. Please sing that when you're on Skookum Chuck. <laughs> you gotta okay, send me a screenshot of that so I can definitely like practice memorizing it. I'll be like, hail Nat, yeah. But you're definitely, you know, you're you're irresistible. I would say that is a an awesome word for you. And you've been in the spotlight, but I think you're stepping into a spotlight with others, you know, with like an army. And I really see that you're doing cool shit, and I'm excited to see where you you take it. So, totally. yeah. I'm really excited too. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show, sharing your, uh, sharing all of this with us, and cheers to new collaborations and clean runs downstream. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a great evening. We'll talk to you soon. Happy talk birthday. You soon. Bye. Well, that's our show. Thank you so much for joining me in this conversation with Rita Boychuk. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, make sure and share this link with someone you think would benefit from it too. And if you're looking to join the River Sup community in Canada or just want to get your feet wet, check out Can River Sup over at canriversup.com. And a quick reminder to subscribe to Eddie out on social, as well as giving us that five-star rating and review. I'm very grateful for you taking the time to listen in with me today. Until next time, big hits, big fun, good health, and high water. Cheers. <laughs>